Mary Holmes here. Who else sung that song, Mary? I don't know. I know the song. But yeah. I don't know who sang it? No. Willie Nelson. Of course. Elvis yes. Presley. Elvis sang it. Yeah. Now that surprises me. Willie did quite a sort of poignant version. Quite of a countryish version. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, he recorded that. Uh, Elvis recorded a few weeks after the separation with his wife Priscilla. Oh. And one of his big songs of the 70s. Oh, gosh. Well, listen, you're our personal finance expert, not our music trivia expert. <laughs> so uh, I just asked you that for fun. Um, and you're yeah. sort of looking back on 2023 and, and looking at the big story of the year. Yes. And I mean, I, The Economist would say it's not rising interest rates, it's inflation, which, of course, because inflation is a problem, the Reserve Bank raised the official cash rate and that caused the rise in interest rates. Mm. So they're all connected. And, you know, arguably you could say, well, inflation's the one that affects everybody because yeah. everybody's buying stuff. But I think interest rates, are, well, f- for one thing, they hit some people very hard but and they also are really good for other people. And I think that's one of the things I wanted to talk about is the interplay between how uh, rising interest rates are... A mixed blessing around the place. Yeah. Um, another important point to start with is that these are certainly not the biggest rises in a year. In fact, in 2022, interest rates rose more than they did in 2023. Mm. But I was thinking it's kind of like you were in a flood, let's say, and the water's up to about your waist or so, and you're not too worried, you know. <laughs> and But then as it starts getting towards your head, um, and so it's a little bit like that, you know, last year the rates were high yeah. and people were coping, and this year they've got higher, and I think it's made it quite a lot, of, a lot harder. But, but also, just because the rates went up last year didn't mean that you were paying those extra rates, so more people this good year would point. have rolled over and... And got their new rate for the first time. That's a really good mm. point. And when you say rolled over, it's quite an apt... Because people kind of rolled over and had to accept it, eh? Hey? Yeah. It's kind of an yeah. apt, <laughs> apt expression. But, um, yeah, it, it's... And, and so I wanted to have a quick look at how it affected mortgage rates and how it affected term deposit rates. Right. And then house prices and bank profits, because they're all... And they're all quite different. Well, let's results. hope the banks have done a right out of this. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> no, no. Might someone no. think of the banks? <laughs> yes, yes, poor banks. We've got to worry about the banks. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no. Um, the, the, so mortgage rates are the ones that get more attention in the media than term deposit rates. And I, I think that's partly because when mortgage rates get high, they really, people struggle, you know, whereas when term deposit rates get low, people aren't as inclined to be really mm. struggling. But I also always wonder if there's a bit of a media bias that I think people who are running the media are likely to be people with with mortgages. Oh, yeah. And so I think, I wonder if that adds to the focus on And, mortgages, and real estate is like catnip for media as well, yes, right? absolutely. That's right. <laughs> anything, an excuse to talk about. Anything yeah. to do with houses and property. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you're quite right. It is. It's, it's, Term deposits um, deeply unsexy, Mary. Yes, 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 you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Jesse. So um, when I looked at the numbers, um, the term deposit, I mean mortgage rates, went from an average of about 3.5 to 7.7 um, 
from 3.5 in 2021 to 7.7, which is a big increase. Those are sort of just looking at average mm. rates being charged around the place. So it jumped 4.2 percentage points from 3.5 to 7.7. Um, and it's it's meant that people are really struggling. And I, I mean, the, the basic message, we've talked about this before, but... Um, talk to your lender or talk to your mortgage broker if you're really struggling because there are various things you can do like extending the term of the mortgage or making it interest only or even taking a mortgage payment holiday which is not when you simply stop making payments because that's when you get into trouble but if you talk to a lender and explain your situation and that in the short term you're, you're really struggling perhaps you've lost your job or something sometimes they will give you actually a break from most or all of the payments for a while. How so, hard is it to find someone at the bank to talk to these days? I don't know, because no. I haven't been in that situation. Yeah. But I would think I hear that it's harder, and you know, because you used to just be able to go up to the corner and yes. wander in and have a yarn to and somebody, to... or maybe book a book a meeting with the uh, with the mortgage manager or whatever. I think I don't yes. think it's quite that simple anymore. No, I'm sure it's not. Mm. But if you're, I think if you get in touch with your lender and say, look, I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to make my payments this month, I think you'll get somebody to talk to you. I hope so. Mm. Let's hear from any listeners if mm. people have actually had trouble with that. Yes, 2101 is the text <clears throat> number. I'd love to hear your experiences yeah. there. Basically, the message is don't wait until you're behind with payments. Get in and talk mm. to them first. And then on the other hand, we've got term deposit rates, which have gone way up as well. And I was thinking there are two very distinct groups that are affected by that. One is um, people who don't yet own a home and are perhaps saving for a home, and some of their savings might be in term deposits, especially if they're getting close to the time of buying the property. They might be wanting to to just plant some in term deposits mm. for, for a year or two. Um, and on the other hand, you've got people who've already got the house and the mortgage paid off and they've got term deposits in retirement and they're quite well off. Um, and when you look at the average, the, so in mortgages from 2021, it went from 3.5 to 7.7. In term deposits, it went from about 0.9 to 5.8. I don't expect people to remember all of those numbers, mm. but, but the jump is actually bigger. It went 4.9, nearly 5 percentage points for term deposits, whereas mortgages went a bit over 4 percentage points. So... Um, Term deposit people have actually done better than mortgage mm. the, than mortgage people have done badly. If you yeah. if you see what I mean, yeah, I do. yeah, yeah. And the main message about term deposits is is to shop around and don't be loyal to your bank because a lot there's a lot of you know some of the the smaller banks are offering higher rates and as long as they're a bank, mm. I would say you're probably all right. I wouldn't guarantee it, but you know I wouldn't be going to non banks. Necessarily, I don't. I, you know, I mean, some of them are fine, of course. Mm. But when we look Just at what happened, the to finance finance, companies and the yes, GFC, yeah, yeah. But we got it bad um, here in New Zealand, didn't we? Yes, yeah. we did with the finance companies, especially all falling over. Yes, it was. Um, Interest.co.nz is the place to get the interest rates to shop around and, and move your money to one that'll pay you a decent sort of a rate. Um, and then briefly. Um, how interest rates have affected the fall in house prices. 
nobody ever quite knows exactly why house prices fall or start rising mm. or start rising faster or whatever, but it's all undoubtedly the increase in mortgage interest rates has made it harder for people to buy first homes in particular. And so that's tended to keep house prices down, I suppose. And they um, have fallen... I was just looking, okay, how much in total have they fallen? About 13% for the country in the last couple of years, from an average of just over a million to just over 900,000 is is what's happened. Worse, bigger bigger falls in Auckland and bigger still in Wellington. Wellington is the big the biggest city to have the biggest falls, 22%, yeah. which is a big fall in Wellington, which is quite surprising, really. You might they, be anticipating um, having a bit less money sloshing around in the next yeah, couple of years. Yes, 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 I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if it's something like that. Ma- um, Mary says, Louise, on text, just because we're retired and have a bit of money in term deposit, we are not well off. That's a big assumption, reckons Louise. Fair enough, Louise. Yeah, look, indeed. You're quite right. You, people, you said if they'd paid off their mortgage and had some if, money in a term deposit. Yes, if you've got a mortgage-free home and got money in a term deposit, you're certainly more comfortable than many people. Let's mm. just say that. But if you know, if you haven't got a lot in a term deposit and you're just using that to supplement your New Zealand super, mm. she's quite right. I probably spoke too sweepingly. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> so, so getting back to house prices. Uh, they seem to be turning now, um, and they're still nearly 25% more than they were before COVID. So we sort of forget how extraordinary. At the beginning of COVID, people thought house prices were going to fall, and in fact, they rose dramatically. Mm. I think they might have sort of possibly even fallen briefly, but then they rose incredibly much. And even though they've now dropped 13%, we're still nearly 25% more than we were before COVID, which is, so house prices are still ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. Um, It looks as though they're turning now, though the latest data suggests there the fall has stopped pretty much around the country. But um, And then looking at all of this, okay, so we've got interest rates um, rising and how has it affected bank profits? I don't know whether you saw my column last weekend, but somebody asked about that. They said, oh, the banks are creaming it because the term deposit rates have gone Oh, sorry, because mortgage rates have gone mm. up. And so they're making a whole lot more money. But that person wasn't looking at the fact that term deposit rates have gone up too, and so the banks are paying more and getting more. Yeah, and the, the margin um, is, I guess, the important thing. Yes, isn't it? the yeah. margin between the two, and that is actually it. Barely changes. I had this interesting graph that the Reserve Bank sent to me that you can see on my website, by the way, on mm. the, my column section on my website if you want to, of um, the. The official cash rate, which has gone up and down and all over the place in the last 10 years or so, and bank profits have barely changed. They've just chugged along yeah. at about the same level. So Maybe the, maybe they're higher and always have been higher here than in other countries, though. That yes, might be look, that, that might be true. I'm actually not all that up with that. Mm. Like they, they are high. I'm yeah. not, and, and a lot of money going over to Australia, I'm not disputing mm. that and higher than you and I think they should be. Mm. But they don't go up yeah. when mortgage rates go up, go which on. is which is quite interesting. So um, where are we now? Well, we've, we've got we get winners and losers. When, when interest rates go up, the 
the borrowers, the mortgage people lose and the term deposit people gain. And then when interest rates go down, it's the opposite. And so it's interesting to, you know, if people take a slightly longer term perspective, it kind of evens out in the end. It's, yeah, so, um, and, and rates... No one really is saying that interest rates are going to, or the official cash, cash rate, the, the the government, the bank, reserve bank's rate, is going to go up higher or maybe a squidgen higher, you know. But but the the economists are sort of forecasting for interest rates to start falling sometime next year or the year after. They, it's always very vague, and mm. there's things that happen that haven't been predicted and all of that, but okay. yeah. Can I just ask you, tell you one other quick thing, yeah. an update on a couple of times ago we looked at KiwiSaver services, remember? Yeah. And last time we had an update from Simplicity on it mm. and now ANZ has written to me and said, because um, at, at the time I was reporting what they had reported is that if you're in more than one KiwiSaver fund, like people in retirement or heading for retirement, mm. you can't choose which fund to withdraw from. Your withdrawals come evenly across mm -hmm. the funds you're in. And ANZ's now changed that. They wrote to me and said, we've, can, we've now changed that. So I thought, well, good, good, good on them. And, um, oh, I don't know. I I think they were had probably already got it going before we were talking. I don't Mary Holm, agent um, of change. <laughs> I wish, but but anyway, I mean, because they're, they're a big KiwiSaver provider, so it's really good to see that they're sharpening their, to their tools on um, services. Yeah. Okay. Um, a bit of feedback on going to the bank. I yes. banked some cash at one of the big banks last Saturday. One of the $2 coins was not accepted by the machine as it was quite damaged, although still recognisable. I approached one of the two tellers to get it swapped, but he said he wasn't authorised to do that and to come oh, back during dear. the week. <laughs> oh, um, at that point, I think you say two bucks is two bucks and throw it in the river. Mary, <laughs> Mary, implicit in your comments about banks is the option of changing your bank. The hassle of doing so is a major disincentive involving multiple visits and frustration. Yes. All the best for the new year from Andrew. I've been through that myself, but it's got better. I think that the Reserve Bank and the FMA possibly have made the banks make it somewhat easier than it used to be. It's not as bad. Yeah. Eleanor says, sad fact, yes, interest rates have jumped up more than mortgage rates, but income from term deposits is then knocked back by taxes by up to around 30%, so yes. that immediately chops back the effective income. Really good point. Really good point, yes. Great. Yeah. Nice to see you. Yes, you too, Thank Jessie. you for your excellent sessions this year. See you in 2024. Thank you. That's you Mary. have a lovely break. Thank you. Thanks. It's bye Mary bye. Holm, who's, uh, uh, you can catch up with her previous episodes on our website on the podcasts page.